2: Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly, but if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did? And call for a consultation. 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.
1: Calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's Partner Plan. In fact, people who diet together lose 20% more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to 30 grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant portioned with half the calories. Calories. Don't wait! You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan 100K Giveaway, and maybe win the grand prize of $25,000. Just go to nutrisystem.com/thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off your first month. You heard me right. Go to nutrisystem.com/thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Don't wait. This partner plan offer will not last long. Just go to nutrisystem.com/thin right now and get 50% off plus. An extra fifty dollars off. Go to nutrisystem.com slash thin. Website for details on our two month subscription offer. No purchase necessary. Open only to U.S. residents over twenty one. Void where prohibited. Runs December twenty five through April fourth, 2022. For official rules, visit nutrisystem.com, sponsored by Nutrisystem Inc.
4: The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents. There was a little girl who had a little curl, right in the middle of her forehead. And when she was good, she was very, very good. And when she was bad, she was horrid. Is the true wisdom of this world contained in a nursery rhyme? Probably. Because we can all be either good or bad, depending on, well, each case is special. What does it take to make you behave badly?
5: I would not wear that pearl if I were you, man. You wouldn't. And why not? You wore it once, when you were the beloved of an Indian Raja. One hundred years ago, you were the favorite wife of this Raja in Delhi, India. He gave you that pearl, and you were murdered for it. What are you saying? I'm saying, if you wear it again, you'll be murdered again. <laughs>
4: The mystery drama, Borderline Case, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Mary Flersham. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and ARM, Allergy Relief Medicine. I'll be back shortly with Act One.
3: M. Barry wrote a fine and funny play called What Every Woman Knows. And what does every woman know? Why, that she's a smart one, operating behind the scenes, pulling the strings, planning the moves. And what really makes her smart is that she does it all without anyone really being aware of it. Meet Miss Janie Summers, who is 15 years old and lives in Chatham Springs, New York.
5: We didn't always live here in Chatham Springs, up north near the Canadian border. We used to live in New York City, where my father was a detective, a member of New York's finest. So what are we doing up here in El Boondocks? I'll never forget the day I came home from school. Hi, Janie. Hi, Mom. What's wrong? Oh, what makes you think something's wrong? Okay. I walk into the kitchen and I see that paper bag you're using for the garbage. It's the kind they have at Stancil, which means you were shopping there this morning. But we hardly ever buy at Stancil because it's the most expensive supermarket in the neighborhood. However, it's the only one that carries those fantastic frozen pizzas I go ape over. Mm, For some reason... You feel you have to sugarcoat a pill. You think you have to do something nice for me. So? What's wrong? We're moving. Move? Yes, dear. We we have to move. Moving? But Mom, I have a chance to be head cheerleader. I know, Jamie. And Jerry. Jerry? The boy I've been telling you about. The Greek god. Oh, I mean, he looks like a Greek god. He's just starting to notice me. Oh. Could I have the pizza now? It's in the refrigerator. Uh-oh. We must be moving far away. It's the extra large size. Yes, dear. We are. Not out on the island, I hope. No, no, upstate. Westchester?
1: Hey, that might not be too bad. Uh, no, darling, I mean up... State, Chatham Springs. Which is where? Well, if you go a mile further, you're in Canada.
5: Mom. You can't do this to me. Darling, we don't have a choice. It's Daddy. Daddy? He hasn't been well. Why didn't I know? We, we weren't sure. What's wrong? It, it's his lungs. He has to get away from the big city. Oh. So we chose Chatham Springs. For two reasons. Two reasons. Well, first, the air. Second, there's a job for Daddy. What kind of job? Sheriff. Sheriff? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mom, how could Daddy be a sheriff? Oh, when they heard he was a detective first grade. But, Mom... And on the New York City police force. But Daddy isn't really a detective. Jamie, how can you say that? He's a basketball coach. That's in the winter. In the fall, he coaches football, and in the spring and summer, baseball. Well, dear, I... Daddy does a terrific job, but it's with the police athletic league. It's not being a cop. Janie, it's being a certain kind of cop. Sure, Mom, but not the kind of cop you have to be if you're a sheriff. Oh, I know. Daddy is not now... Nor was he ever, the kind of policeman who who walked around with a badge and a gun solving crime. Fortunately, there isn't too much doing up in Chatham Springs. Truer words were never spoken. So, the next thing I knew, I was enrolled in Chatham Springs Regional High School. The kids dressed pretty much the way they do back in New York City, except these kids wore denim because they actually pitched hay and shoveled manure, plus whatever it is you do on a farm. Of course,
0: it was kind of isolated. How'd you like a job this summer, Janie? I spoke to old Mr. Perkins at the hotel. The hotel? Yes, indeed. The Chatham Springs Spa.
5: You mean that big old 1880s looking place in the hill?
0: Sure thing. They
5: still use
0: it? They sure do. The cream of society comes here for the baths. Oh, see. Maybe Jamie can meet a rich millionaire. As distinguished from a poor millionaire. Oh, she'll meet millionaires, but they'll all be 80 years old. It's very exclusive.
5: Daddy, if all these rich people gather here, don't they attract crooks? Crooks? Where well, there's honey, there's bees.
0: Well, that's why the town has a sheriff. Now, if you ladies will excuse me. I'll take my 7 p.m. cruise downtown and see if anybody swiped the sidewalks. Eat the coffee hot, Louise.
1: Oh, now I know why they need a sheriff. It's the summer months. Did
5: anyone tell Daddy about the summer hotel and the crowd it attracts before he took the job, Mark?
1: No, they just said it's a quiet little out-of-the-way place with plenty of hunting and fishing where nothing hardly ever happens. What's Daddy going to do if
5: there's a robbery at the hotel? School closes early up here, and I reported to the Chatham Springs Spa Hotel. It's the kind of place you see in the movies. This old hotel filled with statues and paintings and velvet and marble and old people, rich old people, creaky with age. So most of them have been coming here, oh, since they were alive. Old Mr. Perkins, the manager, told me what I was supposed to do. Uh, mainly,
6: for the most part, just stay behind front desk.
5: But what do you want me to do, Mr. Perkins?
6: Uh, hand out the mail, I suppose. Is that all? Well, smile. Smile? Uh, it's mostly an elderly crowd up here, and, uh pretty young, smiling face uh, kind of peps up the whole place.
5: You mean you hired me because of my smile?
6: Uh, Youngster, you've got the brightest smile in Chatham Springs.
5: So, I started to smile. I don't know how long I stood there smiling, but I was suddenly brought down to earth by this voice, this groovy voice. Hi, gorgeous. And there I was, staring into the deepest green eyes I'd ever seen in all my entire life. He looked to be 24, maybe 25, but it's all right. I need an older man, a mature man. He was tall and slender. Oh, and those eyes, those green, green eyes.
0: Any uh, mail for Mr. Doggett and Sweet 322?
5: I'll, I'll look. Thank you. Well, no, I'm sorry. Mm. You're Mr. Doggett's secretary, aren't
0: you? Uh, that uh, shouldn't have been hard to figure out.
5: I also just figured out why you're mad. Mad? Angry.
0: Uh, what makes you think I'm angry?
5: Do you deny it?
0: Well, uh...
5: You've just been down to the tennis court.
0: Hey. <laughs> you been spying on me?
5: They just painted the fence. It's still wet. That shirt you're wearing costs about $30 in the men's shop. Yeah,
0: I'll never get this paint off the sleeve. Yeah, they should put up more signs. No
5: wonder you're angry.
0: Well, you must admit, I conceal it beautifully. That is, uh, from everybody but you.
5: Another flash of the green eyes, and he was on his way. Bad sign. He didn't ask my name. Nor did he tell me his. I may have handled him wrong. I may have appeared a little too smart. This can scare a fellow off. Well, a fellow, yes. But not a man. A mature man. Like Mr. Doggett's secretary. Mr. Perkins? Hmm? Who's Mr. Doggett?
6: Oh, he's a man invented something for the automobile.
5: What?
6: I don't rightly really remember. must have been 40, could have been 50 years ago. I think every time anybody buys a car, he gets 50 cents or a dollar.
5: It mounts up. What's, What's his secretary's name?
6: He's too old for you.
5: Oh, I don't mean Mr. Doggett.
6: I know who you mean. Tom Barlow's too old for you.
5: Tom Barlow. I just knew it would be a strong name like that. Tom Barlow with the green, green eyes. He was usually busy with Mr. Doggett, looking over papers and one thing or another. The rest of the time, he liked to play tennis, a game I had never had a chance to develop. So there he was for at least an hour a day on the court with our lady social director, Miss Jenny Croydon. She's at least 32, and she dresses kind of 1968-ish. But out on that tennis court... She was
1: something else. She wore a cute little short white outfit. Come, come. This, my girl, is no place to dream. Come alive. I am Mrs. Elvira Tottenham. The keys to my room, if you please. She was tall, stout,
5: with flaming red hair. She wore an electric blue dress, and her fingers seemed to sparkle as she waved them. Then I saw it was because of the
1: diamond. Well, now, what are you staring at? What was I
5: staring at? It hung from around her neck. It was a pearl. Yes, a pearl. It was the size of a small marble, and it was gray. A gray pearl. I couldn't tear my eyes away from it.
1: What are you staring at, girl? I was staring
5: at the pearl. The gray pearl. And as I gazed into the grey, it seemed my eyes were getting lost. Lost in the gray. I was surrounded by grey, floating in gray, everywhere. Grey. And I heard voices.
7: Kill her. But she's Vivarja's favorite wife. Kill her. And take the pearl. Take the pearl where? It's worth millions. There's no pearl in the world to match it. But what would we do with it? To own it. To own it. To have it. I'll have no part of it. The door to the harem is guarded by a single slave. Your knife for him, my knife for him.
5: How could I have heard and, and seen sleighs and harem and a beautiful woman murdered for a smoky gray pearl?
6: Yes,
3: indeed. How? Can it be the quiet life in Chatham Springs is starting to tell on little Janie? In her reverie or dream or whatever it was... She heard the pearl referred to as the Star of Delhi. Now, she'd have no way of knowing that, would she? Suppose it should turn out that the pearl is actually named the Star of Delhi. Where would that leave us? Exactly where we are. Right here. Waiting for Act Two, which I shall bring in just a minute. price, as we are told in the Bible. But a pearl of the greatest price seems to be the smoky gray hung from a pendant around the neck of an imposing dowager, Mrs. Elvira Tottenham. And it seems to have captured the attention, riveted the gaze of our young heroine Janie Summers.
5: I kept looking at that smoky gray pearl, and as I looked, I could hear voices. Two men. They were sitting around a small table in a kind of room. I have the pearl, Sahib. I
7: can't believe you, Bahadur Khan. The promised price, 100,000 rupees. That's the pearl. Why does the Sahib want the pearl? What can the Sahib do with the star of Delhi? He shall make the pearl A hundred thousand rupees first in British pounds. You have the money in this chest. Now the pearl. Behold, Sahib. The star of Delhi. Yes. Yes, it is the star. And now, Sahib, I am to be paid? Yes, Bahadur Khan. You shall. Now be
5: paid no. 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 the native, the one who was called Bahadur Khan, fell dead to the floor. And the Englishman picked up the pearl, the star of Delhi. He looked at it and looked at it. He held it up and uh, A mist, a gray mist, seemed to flow from the pearl. Then the whole room disappeared in the gray mist. I saw faces, all kinds of faces. A judge in a deep black robe with white hair. A man with a scar.
1: A man with one eye. Young lady, are you dead or stupid? I want my tea. Uh, Mrs. Tottenham. <laughs> hey, there's some
6: difficulty. Oh, uh, welcome again to the uh, Chatham Spring Spire. Perkins.
1: Still alive, I see. Uh,
6: forgive me, madam, but uh, why shouldn't I be alive?
1: Well, you're not getting any younger. No,
6: among us is.
1: <sighs> I come back each year to see the toll the time has taken. Uh, Mrs. Stuyvesant Tresvant. Uh, she passed away. Oh. And old Doggett. He's still with us. I shall outlive them all. And uh, who is this young thing at the desk? What's your name, girl? Janie Summers. Uh, Janie's father is the sheriff. Then
6: you better behave yourself, girl. Uh, Janie, uh, this is Mrs. Tottenham. Uh, She stays with us every year. Now, uh, give her the keys to room 324. I'll have your bag sent up, Mrs. Tottenham. I hope you'll enjoy your stay with us.
1: I doubt that. I doubt that very much.
6: <laughs> she says that every year.
5: Mr. Perkins, what, what is that pearl she wears around her neck? Uh,
6: the pearl. Oh, yes, the pearl. <laughs> uh, that's famous star of Delhi.
5: How did I know? How did I know? How did you know what? How did I know it was called the Star of Delhi? Well,
6: everybody knows it's called the Star of Delhi. It's most famous pearl in the whole world. It was given by an Indian raja to his favorite wife, and she was murdered by, by a, by a man,
5: man named Bahadur Khan.
6: Oh. Well, then you do know the story.
5: No, I I don't. I I really don't.
6: Well, Mrs. Tottenham uh, sat down with me one night and told me how this thief, uh, Bahadur Khan, and a confederate stole into the Rogers' harem, murdered the wife. And then
5: Bahadur Khan knifed his pal.
6: Say, who's telling this? As I was saying, Old Bahadur Khan then sells it to some English soldier of fortune who pays him by shooting him. Then this Englishman gets himself strangled. And, well, before you know it, that pearl is leaving a trail of blood around the world and back. I know. You heard of them um, bad luck jewels that are supposed to bring nothing but misfortune? Well, that there is the granddaddy
5: of them all. All the time Mr. Perkins was talking to me, there seemed to be a mist over my eyes, a grayish mist. Because of it, I couldn't see very clearly. If I could, I would have seen something that would have scared me very much. But I'll tell you about that later. Meanwhile, I was scared enough as it was. I was so scared, I decided to... Quit?
0: You mean you want to quit your job? But
5: why, dear? I told you why. It's the pearl, the star of Delhi. Oh. That. It brings death to everyone who owns it. That's just a legend.
0: People who own pearls like to make up dramatic stories about them.
5: It increases the value. These aren't made-up stories. I went to the library, looked up some old newspapers.
0: You don't want to believe everything you read.
5: Even when they mention dates and places and the results of trials held in court. All right,
1: let's assume it's true.
0: Louise, how can a thing like that be true?
1: For the sake of argument. The bad luck only comes to the owner of the pearl or to the one who steals it or buys it. Isn't that true? Yes, Mom. Well, then, how
5: does that affect you? I looked at that pearl, at at that smoky gray pearl, and, and you know what? I... I feel that I must have it. Janey! I know, it's wrong, but...
0: Janie, you're not that kind of person. Oh, what
5: kind of person?
0: The kind of person who would steal. You're not a thief or a murderer.
5: Neither were any of the other people who took the Star of Delhi. None of them were thieves and and murderers originally. The first man who stole it, Bahadur Khan, he was the Rajah's cousin. He was a most honest, a most trusted man.
0: He may have been fooling the people.
5: What are you trying to tell us, Janie? I... I don't trust myself when I'm near that pearl.
1: But why, Jamie? You were never one for diamonds and jewelry. I know. But that pearl... Yes? It it
5: scares me. I looked at it for the first time, and, and, and I saw all those things, and... How can I account for that?
0: Well, there's an explanation.
5: Yes, Daddy? What?
0: Yeah, I don't know exactly, but there has to be some explanation. Well, okay, i got to get down to the office. See you ladies for supper.
5: Mom? Mom, what should I do? Now, you said the Pearl scared you. But, But you didn't really tell us why. I didn't want to say it in front of Daddy. Is it because you're afraid you'll want to steal it yourself? Yes. Well, don't worry. You won't. You don't know how it is. I look at that Pearl and... And there's, there's nothing else in the whole world. It'll be different
1: next time. How? Janie, there are three types of people in the world. Honest people, thieves, and borderline cases. Now, the honest people never steal. The thieves always steal. The borderline cases think they're honest, but they
5: bend with the strongest wind. Then I guess... I'm a borderline case. Oh, no, you're not. What you were doing was having fantasies. Doesn't that prove that there's something wrong with me? <laughs> no, it just proves you're alive. Now, are you going back to work at the hotel? Well, I don't suppose I would have quit in any case. Hmm? After all, Mr. Greeneyes is there.
0: Hello, Jeannie
5: told you my name,
0: Tom. (laughs) Same person who told you mine. Well, uh, how are things? Just
5: fine.
0: Hey, that's, uh, that's a cute blouse.
5: Oh, (laughs) do you really like it? Oh,
0: yeah. Green's my favorite color. Mine too. Now, what do you suppose can be keeping Jenny Croydon? We had a 115 date to play tennis and, uh, oh, there she is. Uh, excuse
1: me, Janie. Hey, hey there, honey. You shouldn't wear your disappointment in plain view, my girl. Neither should you wear your pearl. What are jewels for if not to be shown? He's a very ordinary young man. Not all that young. You may think he's handsome, but what do you know about men? I see you're no longer impressed with the star of Delhi. I I think it's beautiful. But that's all. You don't get lost in it. Good for you. I can tell by your eyes. But isn't it dangerous to wear that pearl? Look inside my handbag, girl. Oh, I have something to show you. What's that? A sheriff's daughter, and you don't know a 45 caliber pistol when you see one. Notice it's a forty five, not a dainty little twenty-two. With a forty five you could stop a rampaging elephant if you hit him in the eye. And my girl, I could hit him right square in the middle of his eye.
3: An elephant has very small eyes. Not that we advocate this kind of sport. We are, if anything, strict conservationists. However, we must take the world as we find it, and deal with people as they are. Well, we have, if I may, revive a popular expression of two decades ago, a pistol pack and mama and a pearl of fabulous price. Will there be fireworks? don't you just know it. Act three will be along shortly. purest, ray, serene, the dark, unfathomed depths of ocean bear. That's a poem by Mr. Thomas Gray which talks about the hidden treasures of the world. However, a treasure that's out in full view is the star of Delhi, a smoky gray pearl which Mrs. Elvira Tottenham wears round her neck. Historical fact tells us that everyone who owned this pearl met with untimely, violent death. Mrs. Tottenham is also armed with a forty-five caliber pistol, a most lethal weapon.
5: But, Mrs.
1: Tottenham, isn't it true it's been bad luck to own that pearl? What's luck, girl, but a string of coincidences. If they go your way, they're good. If they go against you, they're bad. But still... I dare anybody to come at me in broad daylight. At night... I lock my door and sleep with my Colt forty-five beneath my pillow. But aren't you being foolish? I've been around for 80 years. I can't expect to live forever. But there are thieves who... Nonsense. No self-respecting thief would risk his life to steal the star of Delhi. Who would buy it? But one person after another has stolen the pearl for more than a, a hundred years. That's right. And you can tell who those thieves will be. How? They're the people who look at it and get lost in it. You can read it in their eyes, and I know who they are. Who? Yesterday, you were one of them. Me? Yes. Yesterday, you were lost in it. You would have done anything to get it. Oh, no. But today, your common sense has prevailed. Who else besides me still is lost in it? Green-eyed Tom Barlow. Blue-eyed Jenny Croydon. Brown-eyed Bill Perkins. Are you saying that... What I'm saying loud and clear is if I should be found murdered in my bed one morning and the pearl is missing, you may tell your father they are prime suspects. Not Tom. Not Tom Barlow? Believe me. Tom Barlow is like growing pains. You'll outgrow him. Lost in the Pearl, in the Star of Delhi.
5: How were they lost in it? Did they see the same story I did? All the murders and robberies? I tried a little test. I waited till Tom Barlow came into the lobby again.
0: Jeannie, did anybody ever tell you you have an absolutely beautiful smile?
5: What happened?
0: Did she give you the air? Did who give me the air?
5: Miss Twinkletoes, Jenny Croydon.
0: Oh, hey. I love both of you. I'd even marry both of you, but bigamy is illegal.
5: Not <laughs> everywhere. Is it illegal, do you suppose, in India? I wonder how many wives... Bahadur Khan had. Uh, who? Bahadur Khan. Bahadur Khan. Four syllables, and each seemed to strike at him as if it were a deliberate thrust of a knife. His face became chalky white, and the green light died in his eyes. Bahadur Khan. The name of the first assassin. Once again... I saw the dim, dark hallway, the massive door, the two men, and the two voices. We'll kill her and take the pearl. But what can we do with it?
7: To own it. The door to the harem is guarded by a single slave. Come, help me. Your knife
5: for him, my knife for her. And I saw them move stealthily towards the huge, well-armed slave who stood by the solid wooden door. He didn't see them. And suddenly, there was a knife in his back. (coughs) He dropped to (coughs) the floor. And now, poor her... I watched what I didn't really watch the first time. I saw the one killer, the one named Bahadur Khan, move toward the divan. I saw a young woman asleep... The first time, I had closed my eyes. But this time, I forced myself to keep them open. As he came nearer and raised the knife, I looked at her face. (gasps) It was the face of Mrs. Tottenham. And the man with the knife had the greenest eyes I ever saw. It was his face. The face of Tom Barlow. Then he turned quickly and stabbed his friend. As the man fell to the floor, I could see his face. It was Mr. Perkins.
0: Jamie, what was that silly question you just asked me about some guy named Bahadur Khan? I don't know. <laughs> What kind of a name is that? Uh, what are you staring at? Nothing. Nothing. But you're staring at Something. eyes. I'd been
5: hypnotized by his eyes ever since I'd met him. But now, there was something about his eyes that was different. Something I'd noticed in my dream. Well, was it a vision? One eye was greener than the other. But her life is in danger.
0: I hear you.
5: And you can just sit there and eat.
0: Now, honey, I can't assign myself or a deputy to guard her 24 hours. You see, Janie, there are some people who ask for trouble. Your Mrs. Tottenham is one of them. She flaunts her wealth, constantly tempting, attracting. But surely you can do something. I did. I warned her she was acting foolhardy.
5: Did you check on Mr. Perkins and and Tom Barlow to see if they have police records?
0: I did, and they haven't. They're what your mother would call borderline cases.
5: Would you do something for me, Dad?
0: I'd do anything for you, honey.
5: Would you, in your official capacity of sheriff, call the chief of police in Delhi, India?
0: You mean Delhi, Indiana?
5: No, Dad. Delhi. I guess now they call it New Delhi and check on a man named Bahadur Khan. He was murdered in a jewel theft about a hundred or so years ago.
0: Janie, are you serious?
5: Dad, I have to know. Please, put on your official voice. Get New New Delhi India on the phone, just like this. Operator, this is the sheriff's office in Iroquois County. We want to talk to the chief of police... In New Delhi, India. That that's fine. Have the overseas operator handle it. Just one moment, sir. Daddy, I got the chief of police in New Delhi. Now, Janie. Remember
0: the man's name, Bahadur Khan. Um, uh, a chief? Uh, uh this is Sheriff Summers of Iroquois County, New York. Summers. No, I don't believe I got my blue at Harrow. Must have been another summer's. Uh, Chief, uh, we'd like to find out if you could tell us about a fellow named uh, Bahadur Khan. He was killed in connection with the robbery of the Star of Delhi. Uh, Killed in connection with the robbery of the Star of Delhi? That's right. About a hundred years ago. About a hundred years ago, give or take. You will? You will? Hey, Chief, that's very nice of you. Why, well, yes, sir. I'll wait for your call. Oh, what a nice neighborly fellow. Said it's no trouble at all. Call me right back. Oh, but, honey, what can this possibly tell you? I don't
5: know, and I could never explain it.
0: <laughs> How do you like that? Has the chief of police in New Delhi found it already? How about that? Sheriff Summers? What? When? I'll be right there. Dad, what happened? Mrs. Tottenham. She, she's been murdered. Five minutes ago.
5: What?
0: Okay. Everybody here? Perkins? Barlow? Yeah. Miss Creighton? Mr. Doggett? Yes, sir. Are uh, any employees missing? Uh, no, sir. All right, all right. So we got everybody who's in the hotel. Oh, we're fortunate this didn't happen at peak season. Now, according to the story I get from everybody, at uh, five minutes to ten tonight, you all heard a shot. Uh, right, uh, from uh, Mrs. Tottenham's room. You all ran to the hallway and you went in. Mrs. Tottenham was lying there dead. And the pearl, the star of Delhi, was gone. Uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, it was gone, but look, Sheriff. A caliber pistol was lying on the floor. It had just been fired. As I reconstruct the killing, the intruder entered the room. He had a key. My daughter, Janie, tells me it isn't hard to get one. And Mrs. Tottenham woke up. She went for her gun under the pillow. The intruder struggled with her. The gun went off and killed her, and then he grabbed the pearl. The broken chain was still on the bed. Now, I'll start asking questions. And he did. Daddy wasn't bad, but
5: he got nowhere. Jenny Croydon was in her room. Tom Barlow was out walking. Mr. Perkins was in the hallway on the floor above. And so it went. Nobody had seen the killer leave. Well, I wasn't listening to answers. I was busy checking legs, trouser legs. I was so intent that Daddy noticed it.
0: Jenny, what are you doing?
5: Looking for the killers?
0: What are you talking about?
5: Daddy, you couldn't watch Mrs. Tottenham 24 hours a day. She didn't want to hire private guards. So, I decided if we couldn't stop anyone from going into her room, at least we could find out who did go in there.
0: I don't understand what you're saying.
5: All right, everybody might as well hear this. Last night, I got some ordinary thread. I rubbed some chalk on it. I stretched the thread across Mrs. Tottenham's doorway, just about a foot off the ground. Against the white door, it would be invisible. But anyone going in that door would break the thread with his foot. Therefore, he would have a white chalk smudge somewhere between his knee and ankle. Uh,
0: are you looking for it, Mr. Perkins? There he is, Daddy. Stand still, Mr. Perkins. I, I, I didn't do it. I must inform you of your right. I don't have the pearl. You can search me. You could have hidden it. I, I, I did go in there to,
6: to steal it. You admit
0: that. Uh,
6: I had to have it. I got the key to a room. Uh, I figured she'd be asleep. I, I stole in there. Uh, but I saw that in order to get it off her neck, I'd have to kill her. Well, I stood there and she opened her eyes. She looked at me,
0: and she said,
1: Perkins, what is this? You're not a thief. You're not a murderer. Don't force me to kill you. Mrs. Tartanham, please, put away that pistol. Why should I? Why shouldn't I kill you? The law would be on my side. Please, I don't know what got into me. You had a moment of weakness, Perkins. The lesson will last you your whole life long. Go. We'll say no more about it. That's
6: what happened. When I went out, I was so nervous. I, I must have neglected to close the door all the way. The real killer could have happened
0: by and... and... You don't believe me. But it's true. Every word. It's true. Get it, Janie. Mr. Perkins, you're not required to say anything at all.
7: But
5: I'm innocent.
0: Hello?
1: Jamie, that chief of police called from India. He said... Who is it?
5: Mom, the chief of police from India
0: called. Now another time. I'm busy.
1: He says Bahadur Khan, who first stole the Star of Delhi, was 30 years old.
0: Dad, it's about Bahadur Khan. For crying out loud. I'm tied up here. And
1: among other things, he only had... He what? He had one eye, and he was an
5: officer in the... Mom, I'll call you back.
0: Mr. Perkins, I'm sorry, but I'll have to ask you to come along with me.
5: But, but I'm innocent. Dad, if we could find the pearl in someone's possession, that would prove he was the thief and the killer, wouldn't it?
0: Search me. I, I don't have it.
5: Of course not. Tom Barlow has it.
0: Do you, Tom? Uh, uh, if I do, it was because it was planted on me, uh... uh Perkins could have slipped it into my pocket. I did no such thing.
5: Dad, you'd better be ready with your revolver. Tom Barlow may be armed. Gee, gee, what are you... I'm sorry, Tom. But my mom knew about people like you. Borderline cases. You happened along the hallway. You saw the door to Mrs. Tottenham's room wasn't quite closed, And so... Uh,
0: uh, uh, Sheriff, uh, your your daughter's a little girl I'm who, uh...
5: not... A little girl.
0: Who, uh, makes up stories. But Mrs. Uh,
5: Tottenham woke up. And in the struggle, you killed her. You snatched the pearl. You ran. You... You can't
0: prove that. You've got the pearl. Where have I got the pearl? Sheriff, search me. I demand to be searched Now, Janie... Daddy,
5: Bahadur Khan had one eye. And so does Tom Barlow. The other one is glass. And inside that green glass eye is a smoky gray pearl.
3: Well, where else could it be? Smoky gray pearls and green glass eyes. And smart teenage girls. Mix well, and you get a solution to a story of murder and robbery. And if you stay here for a minute you'll get even more. Is there a moral to our story? Of course. None of the evil in this world is committed by the good people. Not all of it is brought about by the bad people. For the most part, evil is the work of those who could be either. Good or or bad, depending on how things work out. The borderline cases. It's good to be good. It's bad to be bad. But the worst thing you can be is neither. Or both. Our cast included Mary Persham, Bryna Rayburn, Ken Harvey, Russell Horton, and Ray Owens. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by General Electric Citizen Band Radios and x Flax. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.